0: Welcome to the Profitable Pinterest Virtual Assistant Podcast, where you'll learn how to create a business that allows you to recapture your time and make a meaningful impact. I'm your host, Jenna, former educator turned freelancer, here to fill you with hope and give you real action steps to help you build a profitable virtual assistant business. Hey, y'all. So today we have Kristen with us, and we are going to be talking about some time management. So first, tell us about yourself, what you have going on, and what you have been doing in this online space for, it's been a couple of years, several years, I think longer than me. <laughs> a,
1: a couple of years, and it's definitely changed. So my name is Kristen. I am a productivity and business coach and a copywriter. Um, I own a couple businesses, but started as started my career as a physical education teacher. So I was, I'm now a former teacher like Jenna and um, have it's kind of evolved a couple of different ways. I started as a running coach and then moved into the virtual assistant space. And from there, I've gotten into more of the business side of things and into the marketing aspect of things. So I do a lot of content marketing, copywriting, and now I on my own, I do a lot of productivity and business coaching. So it's been quite a journey, but this is, I'm five years into business, three years doing this full time, but I guess that's entrepreneurship is, (laughs) there's more ideas and it's constantly changing.
0: Yes. That's so awesome. Well, I'm so excited to have you here because especially with bringing in like the time management and the productivity side of things, I know that, you know, when we look at juggling being moms and you know just keeping our priorities straight for like what's most important to us that time management piece becomes critical
1: yeah for sure i mean that's that's really the first thing is knowing what your priorities are for me mine is always like my family comes first and that when you're working and you're running a business whether you're working full-time and running a business on the side or you're in full-time entrepreneurship it it's really hard to make sure that and especially in entrepreneurship when you are literally available 24 hours a day to make sure that you are keeping those priorities straight. So that's always where I start is what are the main priorities and unfortunately business has to be farther down the list. So I get that it's it's hard to maintain that maintain that structure of how do I work on my business and how do I keep my family first.
0: Yeah, and so figuring out how do I do what I need to do, what I have to do in my business without it consuming your life. I know there are a lot of things that I say, like making sure that you're focusing on the right activities and not getting distracted on things that aren't helping you meet your goals is huge because there is so much that you can get into with business that will basically be a straight up distraction. Like you could spend hours in Canva.
1: Oh, for sure, and that's a that's a huge thing. Is a lot of us feel like we can multitask, (laughs) and we have fifty million tabs open on our computer. And yes, (laughs) me too. I think that I have. um, I always have six open for emails and like my Trello board and my calendar and my Google Drive. But like, I also have four other tabs open. No. So it's always, there's always something distracting us. There's always a message coming in an email coming in a text message from our husband or, you know, a call from this kid's school, or we were just talking about our mom's calling or, you know, there's always some kind of distraction. And when, especially like you, when you have kids at home at the same time, there's always something that is going to keep us distracted and trying to do more than one thing at a time. Yes. And it takes longer. And then how do we get everything done in a day? It just, there's, there's so much to do and so little time and focusing on the right things becomes a, a big thing, but also minimizing those distractions is huge too.
0: Yeah.
1: But I, I know I fall into the trap of, but I don't have enough time to do all of the things. I don't have enough time to <laughs> like write the blog post, schedule the blog post, write the email schedule pins to Pinterest to do all of the things and stay within my working hours as well. So it's, I think it's a struggle for everyone, including myself in, you know, finding the, you know, keeping things at priorities, figuring out what you can outsource, what you can delegate, what you can do and what needs to just kind of fall by the wayside for the time being.
0: Yeah. I mean, and there's definitely seasons in your life and your business where sometimes things just do need to fall to the wayside. I know that my business has changed considerably since I started homeschooling, because that is a priority Mm -hmm. and it has to be. And that changed, you know, the entire structure of my day. Mm -hmm. And that meant that there were things that I just simply couldn't do anymore because of, you know, kind of getting everything rolling on that. Now coming into our second year, I'm able to pick up one more thing because I've kind of streamlined other things. So I think that's the other thing that people need to realize is you can't, you can't do it all. And you can't start up trying to do all of the things at the same time, because it takes you, you're not efficient when you're learning something new. And so if you will learn something and get it really, really well, like I've gotten homeschool, you know, down to where we, you know, we have a system, it's working really well. It's not taking as much time as it did last year, um, which gives more time for other things. And it's the same way in everything that we do in life. And especially with business, if I kept trying to do all the things, the burnout would have definitely come. And then it would have been doing all of the things really poorly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. And, and you like nailed it on the head, like having those systems in place and taking the time to create a system, number one, and then actually like putting it into place and seeing how it's actually working. So like your first year of homeschool sounds like you were, you put the system in place. Then it was okay, this is working, this isn't, and figuring out. And I think so much as moms and entrepreneurs, we can put the system in place and go, oh, this isn't working and be like, well, that's it. That's just not going to work. So I'm going to, you know, go put my kids in public school, even though that's not what I want to do. I want to make this work. And so we give up so quickly when something isn't working instead of coming back to it going, okay, what has actually worked well? What can I stick with? And what, what can we change to make better? Yeah. Um, and, It's always constantly changing. I, I, for, I mean, speaking on time management, I created a system for myself, really a a schedule for myself last year where I was finding, I would like work a couple hours in the morning. My kids are in school full time. So I have a lot of flexibility and freedom in my day, but I was working like a couple hours in the morning, taking a lunch break and going back to work in the afternoon and realizing like, Man, going back to work in the afternoon after lunch, I'm exhausted. I don't want to work. I'm I'm not focused. How can I change this? Because it's not working for me now, because I'm not actually getting anything done in the afternoon. So instead, I created a new schedule for myself where I'm working a big four or five hour chunk of my day and then being done for the day. I go eat yeah. lunch, I go do other things before my kids come home so that I can stay focused when I have the most energy in my day and creating that system that actually works for me and I know what I'm doing during that time.
0: Yeah. I mean, and learning that you aren't going to get it right the first time. And you have to put it into practice to see. Like you thought you obviously thought the the afternoon work would be great. Right. But then when you actually did it, it was like, wait a minute,
1: why a minute, am I, this, it's like, like you're
0: you're blocking off time to work, but you're not really getting anything done. So you're still not meeting your your goals. You're not getting your checklist done. Right. And then it's like what are you, like you're just sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would find myself with your time.
1: Yeah. I would find myself so distracted because I'd be like reading while I was eating lunch and I do some cleaning while I'm listening to a podcast, but I didn't quite get the podcast done. And then I wanted to keep listening to the podcast. So then I was trying to listen to the podcast and do the same thing. And then I like get back on my phone and I'd be like scrolling Instagram. Like this is not working. (laughs) We have to, we have to adjust something. And so I think it's really important to not only have like our priorities in place, but also like that flexibility of going, okay, so maybe I need to figure out a different way to do something because this obviously isn't, isn't working for me, but I don't, I, I got a goal. I have a dream. I, I want to make homeschooling. I want to make business. I want to make it work for me. And so what can I do to change that and make it work?
0: Yeah. So I'm hearing your priorities, knowing what, like, what matters, like for, for both of us, you know, family is, yeah. is going to come before business. We have our family in our business and making those decisions. That that's the order that you want to keep things in. And then so like when you sit down for the day, do you recommend that you have like a short list of things that you have to get done? And I feel like so many of us are going to try to put way too much into that time block of like when we're going to be working or even because I have not had not a single like full day of work consistently like ever because last year when we started homeschooling was my youngest first year in school she was going to be going to kindergarten yeah and so she was in school at 1.5 days a week but only for like three hours so my work has always been like I've had a little bit of chunk here and then it would be kind of sporadic because where I was in business three hours was not cutting it and really it wasn't even three hours because she was in school nine to 12, but that meant dropping her off at nine, getting back home and then leaving to get, so it was a very small you chunk you. of time. Right. So that I was then like working around trying to entertain a toddler at home by herself until her sister got home. And so there, it was just kind of like, this is what I know I need to get done. And I would inevitably always put too much on my to-do list. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what can you give us advice about that? Because I feel like we do really... I have goals, I have things I want to do, but then I know I would just feel really awful when I didn't get it done. Like, oh, well, you know, I just failed. I didn't get, I didn't get all 14 things on this to-do list done when really it just wasn't even realistic.
1: Right. And I
0: number one, (laughs) like realistic
1: expectations for sure. And that's, it's hard because a lot of times we either overestimate
0: how long something's going to take, or we underestimate how long it's going to take, especially when you're new and you haven't necessarily uh, done it. You know, a couple of times to even have a sort of clue how long things will take. Right.
1: And when you have kids at home, like you have to like factor in distraction too. like your kids need a snack or, you know, they need help doing something or you're like, okay, it's silent. What are you doing? And you have some mess or something to clean up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I totally understand that. So a couple of suggestions, number one, like there are probably some things that you do every single day. And what I like to call that, I call that my power hour. And It includes like the same things that I do for the first hour in my morning. And it's like non-negotiable things. Like these are the things that I have to do. So like I check and respond to my emails and I literally have a, I have a checklist to do these every day because otherwise I, Trello wasn't working yesterday and I forgot what was on my checklist. So like I have to have the checklist. Um, So like checking emails, like checking and responding to messages um I create content first thing in the morning because I've learned that if I wait until the afternoon to do it I don't want to do it and I've lost all of my creativeness um I have like a couple of other tasks like I I do some Facebook ads so I check Facebook ads data in the morning those sorts of things um so I have these lists of things that I do and one of the things on there is writing down my priorities of the day so I have a power hour these are the things that I need to get done first thing in the morning before I move on to anything else. Because once I check my email, I can turn off my email. So I use boomerang for email and I can pause my inbox or just close out of it. You can check it later. It's nothing. Nothing's going to be that important. I promise. Unless it's like, you know, you have an email coming in from a client or from the kid's school or something along those lines. Like if you know, nothing real important is going to come in, then get rid of it. Um, But then like have priorities for your day? What are the three things that you absolutely need to get done that day? And sometimes you might only have one thing to focus on. Sometimes you might feel like, well, I have five things. Okay. Well, let's, let's narrow it down to the three that have to get done that day. So like for me, I know I have a busy schedule for the day. I luckily I made sure I only had two things to do today. And one of them I'm almost already done with, Um, but three things, it doesn't mean that if you have more than that, you can't come back to it. But if you know that you can block out like two hours to work on those three things, chances are because you'll be focused. You're not worrying about email. You're not worrying about messages. You're not worrying about your content for the day. You can focus more of your time and energy on those things that you need to get done and actually get them done. And if you don't get them done, you put a little arrow and you put it on the next day. It's okay if you don't get it done because it might've taken you longer. Yeah. So the other the last thing, third tip is that I always and I have all my planners here at the <laughs> beginning of the list. I write down like I do a brain dump. Okay, here's all of the things that I need to do. I have two planners because this is just how my brain works better. You don't need two planners. <laughs> and I have and I have Google Calendar. Um, but I brain dump this and then on the day, I mean, and you can do this on a post-it note, doesn't matter on a day, I write down my three priorities from this list. Like, what are the three things that I need to get done today? Like, I know I have a blog post that I need to schedule for someone that is due tomorrow. So I have to do it today. And typically she gets it done today. So I can't do it ahead of time. So yeah, those are my things. Like having your, what are the things that you need to do every single day? Do that first thing. So you don't have to worry about them. Pick three things to focus on. And then everything else you can brain dump. And if things come up during the day, write it on your brain dump list and you can
0: come back to it later. I love that. I love that so much because that's what I really see is you are getting a lot done in a very little bit of time. And so, you know, with having family first priorities, not wanting to work eight hours a day, five days a week, because that's not why we started our own business. You know, we want that flexibility. Um, I know like for me yesterday, I, we took off the day we went down, you know, out of town to go to like a science and history museum for, it was pretty much the entire day. So I got up earlier because I knew that, you know, there were some things that I needed to get done. Um, I didn't get it done on Sunday because I don't come into my office on Sundays at all. Um, I was like, all right, I'm going to get up. I'm going to, you know, get the email scheduled out, like get some things taken care of and then knocked it out. And was able to take the rest of the day off because I also plan for days like that. Since I do homeschool, I plan for days that I don't have any, like my calendar's closed. No one's going to get on calls. I know that I have client work that will not be due to, you know, have to work on anything on those days. And so making sure that you're using your time really well is where you get that flexibility from. I said something the other day that, um. Cause I, you know, I work with people that are oftentimes looking to get started in an online business. And oftentimes the main excuse for not really getting the things done is the time piece. Mm-hmm. And so I know that this is going to be so beneficial, but I said something just like started talking on a live and it just kind of came out and I was like, if you want to have the time freedom, you have to take charge of your time now. Yeah. Like, you have to control your time now. And you know, being able to do that is the only way that's actually going to like has gotten me to say, Monday, my calendar is blocked off. We can go on field trips. Fridays are blocked off too. Mm-hmm. That way, you know, if anything rolls in with the weekend, or you know, those are the days that we get out of the house and we go and do more because I know that I don't have any calls, I'm going to make sure all my work is done with the other days of the week. If we end up not really doing anything, I can, you know, work on some of those extra things I want to get done. But it's because of putting in the time and the staying focused has been a struggle. Yes. But, like you've given me, like I've been in business five years. Um, actually, October will be officially five years. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I need to do like the power hour thing sounds amazing. Yeah. I'm like, I did that in network marketing. I remember it. Yeah. And that's literally where I got it from. Yeah. And so I'm like, that is Amazing. I should absolutely do that, especially the content creation, get, like, getting oh all of that.
1: Gosh, so nice. So and it nice. does take me longer than an hour to get. If I'm doing a reel, it does take me longer than an hour. I was going to ask an hour, but like,
0: what if you, like, do you have that flexibility within your own schedule to say, like, okay, this reel that was, you know, within here is taken longer? And so now it's kind of, you know, pushed back the rest yeah. of your schedule. But I guess that also comes with not over planning. Because you give yourself enough time to handle things when they come up, (laughs) like taking 10 takes to do things like sometimes it takes me. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of
1: times it, it comes down to like last night I was sitting on the couch, my, you know, like right before bedtime and things. And I was like, I have a really busy morning. I am not gonna have time to record a reel, write the caption, create the you know cover photo, do all the things because it takes me a long time to do it. So I was like, okay, what do I already have saved? Because sometimes I'll be like, oh, this is really cute. I have some extra time on my hands. I'm just gonna like create a couple of reels and just save them. Now I have, this is new. <laughs> I haven't always done this, but sometimes it does take 10 takes still. Um, so making sure that you allot that time in there. But I was like, okay, I have ideas right now. I'm just gonna start, writing it out. So like, sometimes it's, it's finding those little extra cracks in your day. And I totally get it knowing, you know, you work with a lot of people who are wanting to quit jobs to do like, hi, we're those people. Um, (laughs) we we wanted to be at home with our children. Um, but finding those cracks in our day, like I built multiple businesses while I was still working full time in two kids. Yes. And two kids. Yeah. And sometimes it means like sacrificing some of that extra time. Like my favorite time of day now is 8 PM to 10 PM. Cause it means that I'm laying in bed, watching a show, which is something I didn't do until 2021. Like it just wasn't possible because of the season of life I was in. I, you know, that was when I worked. My businesses were after when my kids went to bed and now it's like, oh, I actually have finally created that. I've, I've work with clients that I really love. I've set really good boundaries with my time so that I can have that and can close my computer when I'm done for the day. Or if I want to open it up to, because I have ideas in my head and have some extra time, I can do that. But I also had to find that time while I was working and like managing that time well and figuring out what's the bare minimum I can do every day to actually build a business from home.
0: Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean,
0: that's, you know, that that is, What I talk a lot about, like not taking on having a website or building a website Mm -hmm. on your own when you're first getting started, not doing a whole lot of content creation when you're very first getting started. Yeah. That allows you to build a business really lean, like really Mm -hmm. lean on your time. Because if you focus on networking and talking to people when you are brand new, instead of like, man, Reels are awesome. But you need to have some clients to actually have a business not just create blog posts and build a website and yeah. create reels and make posts for instagram like that that appearance of a business and man like we said sometimes 10 takes for a reel like writing a, like those are really time heavy pieces yes. that i'm sure you were not doing a whole lot of when you had two kids and were no. working a full-time job so like when you go back to there keeping your business building activities really lean, mm-hmm. focused on what's going to actually bring an in income to get me to where I can do more because I'm now able to, to actually do this full time. I think yeah. that's yes. where a lot of people get caught up with, but I need to be doing this and making reels is a lot more fun. It is. It is. It can be a lot of fun, but, but it's not something you have to do. No, it's not something you have to do. And when you're brand new, it's going to eat up lot of your time when the return at that stage in your business is not going to be very high. Like you're, you're not going to get a client once a month for making, you know, 14 reels. Right. It's a
1: great way to get visible, but when you're first starting out, visibility, isn't going to grow your business. What's going to grow your business is actually making those connections with people. Like one-on-one through
0: dms through comments real like real connection yeah yeah, yeah. And i mean do that i mean like how much time when you were there like when you were let's just take it down to the bare bones yeah that connection piece of things before either one of us were doing any of like the website blogging you're making videos like this making reels any of that that's what i did you did the same thing mm-hmm. the time piece like you were able to do that in a couple of hours Mm -hmm. after work and then having time to, to actually provide the services when you were in that space. Yeah. And that's just, I
1: mean, it was, I don't, I hate the word hustle. I hate hustling, but at the time that was the season of life I was in. I was, I hate saying it. I was desperate to get out of my job. I knew that this is what I wanted to do. Like I wanted to own a business. I wanted to figure out how I could be home and have my own flexibility. I didn't want a boss. (laughs) And so I was like, okay, I am willing to make the sacrifice now because I know eventually I will have the flexibility to be doing what I'm doing, but I had to do it then in order to, and it didn't, yeah, it wasn't easy and I didn't always enjoy it. And it took, it took two years for me to like save up enough money to feel confident enough in order to quit my job. But once I was able to do that, now I have that flexibility. Now I have that freedom. I don't feel like I was hustling necessarily, but it also meant like, I don't get the free time that I had before. I don't get to like sit on my bed and watch Netflix like I do now. But I think that we have to realize just because we're doing that during a time period, it's not forever. Like it's okay to make the sacrifices if that's where you're willing to go. But if you want to build a business, you you have to build a business and you got to figure out how to do it.
0: Yeah. I mean, and I was, I was the complete opposite of quit, didn't have a plan, ended yeah. up kind of falling into it, but then had to still hustle because I quit a salary position job. Like I was a teacher with a salary and benefits and it was like, that can't just go away. Mm-hmm. And so there was a season of hustle and it meant that, you know, Elizabeth was like one and a half and would nap like right here. Yeah. Well, I was working and looking for clients and getting things done and, you know, we did it, we made it and learned a lot along the way of what do I need to focus on? And there were a lot of things that I should have not even been trying to do at that stage of my business, because you do only have a certain amount of time, whether it's, you know, you're a full-time mom and trying to add something on, I kind of fell into more of like that category. Mm-hmm. because I was, you know, home full-time at that point, or you only have a couple of hours um, because you're working a full-time job. But right? something last thing is I want your opinion on what I have talked about a lot. I have the book over here um, from Atomic Habits, the habit Ooh. stacking. Yes. It's like finding those nooks and crannies in your day, like, especially if you are working full-time, like if you are really, really short on time, that habit stacking can be a game changer. And so, yeah. you know, if like, is that kind of what you do with like finding the nooks and crannies is, is, you know trying to find things where you don't want to multitask but there are times in your day when you're not necessarily using your full brain power and can do something a little more productive. I know that what I have done a lot of the times was, you know, when my girls were old enough to be in the bathtub and like I would bathe and they would want to play. And I'm like, I'm literally too you like right there Mm-hmm. but, and I just get really real. I'm like, you're probably playing on your phone. You're probably scrolling Facebook while the kids are playing in the bathtub and you're sitting there. So why not say like, when the kids are in the bathtub, let's bring in a habit stack of, I'm going to go talk to three people. I'm going to yeah. start conversations. Or I'm going to comment in a Facebook group. And I'm going to do like have that. However long the kids are playing in the bathtub, whether it's five minutes or 20 minutes, that's when I'm going to go and make connections that way yeah easy to build into your your life and your schedule how it already is and that's kind of that working in those nooks and crannies but being really intentional with it with finding something you can couple with something you're probably doing for like distraction or like yeah your downtime and just taking little pieces of it and making it like supercharged product- productivity for that little piece of time right yeah no I I'm
1: with you, number one, like networking and making connections doesn't take long. Like you can set a timer for 10 minutes. It can be while your kids are in the bathtub, you know, like it doesn't take long. And you're absolutely right. Like I, my husband and I both on our phones of our kids (laughs) taking a bath or a shower, or like last time my daughter was taking a shower, I was folding laundry, but you're always doing when your kids are busy doing something like you can easily fit those little nooks and crannies into your day. For sure, but I also think a lot of it comes down to being intentional with our time on social media. And while it's very easy to scroll and it's super fun to scroll and watch stories and things, what if we like flipped the switch and we said, if I'm watching stories, then I'm actually taking the time to send a DM if I'm watching their story. I'm not just watching to watch, I'm actually trying to make the connection with the person. And while it's fun to watch my friend's stories, are they actually going to bring are they actually going to help me build my business are they actually going to become a client or a customer are they someone who can help me refer people like i think that's huge as well with networking i know relationships are- yeah when you're especially when you're first growing your business like it's going to be a lot of referrals <laughs> like a lot of referrals um and so getting that foot in the door like making sure that you're intentionally using your time that if you want to watch stories if you want to scroll you're saying, okay, I need to make sure that I comment on 10 posts or I am, if I'm watching a story, I need to make sure I'm at least commenting on one of their stories, you know, something along those lines where great. If you want to be on social media, be on social media. But if you want to build a business, like utilize social media to build a business too. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I think that I heard someone say somewhere, if you enjoy scrolling, then build that into your day. Yeah. And that's okay. Like no one (laughs) is ever saying like you can't watch TV and you can't scroll on social media or you'll never have a successful business. But it's the difference between getting caught in the scroll for a really long time when you're supposed to be working. Yeah. And saying like, I've gotten my work done. And, you know, say you work for 45 minutes and then you take a break and you want to scroll, do it, go for it. Mm -hmm. Like there's nothing wrong with that. It's being very aware. I think having the awareness for how much time you're spending on things can be, you have no idea how much time you really have in your day. Yes. And yes. when get really, really intentional and like, I have timers set on my apps on my phone. Mm-hmm. And when that timer comes up and I'm like, it's like lunchtime. What have I done with my life today? <laughs> right. And you get really aware of it. You're like, how many, net, like, how many connections could I have made with potential clients or referral partners in that amount of time that I was on there anyway? And yeah. I think that's where you just need to take an assessment of the time that you're spending doing things and mm-hmm. seeing what it really looks like. Yeah, absolutely. Because you probably have a lot more time, especially when you can do that on your phone. Like none of the things that we're talking about when you're starting a business, networking one hundred percent on your phone. Yeah. like yeah. you don't you don't need to sit down at a, a computer for hours at all. So if we're spending that time scrolling, you can, yeah be intentional with it. You can be intentional with it, and that is going to impact your business in massive, massive ways.
1: Yeah. Here's a stat for you (laughs) that I discovered like two weeks ago. So we have 168 hours in a week, like, you know, 24 hours times 768. If you work a full-time job, which is 40 hours and you get eight hours of sleep, which I don't get eight hours of sleep per night. Like I don't think any moms do. (laughs) You still have 72 hours to play with. Yeah. Like 72, that's three full days. Now that could be like your entire weekend, but that also means that you have another 24 hours <laughs> that you're like, I mean, it blew my mind. That's like, oh my gosh, like there's so much time that we have, and we're not even getting eight hours of sleep. And some of us aren't even working 40 hours a week. And sure there's commutes and things like that, but you can also, you know, make use of your commute. I would do calls on my, I had a 30 minute commute each way. So I would do calls on my way home. Like I, you know, have, <laughs> have zoom pulled up on my phone and I'd be driving and we talk and, yeah. It worked. It was a way to network, a way to like coach my clients at the time and they didn't care and I could still coach. So, I mean, it's not, I don't agree with always being distracted with driving and, <laughs> and coaching, but it's also a great way to network with people. So yeah. absolutely. Don't absolutely. scroll on your phone while you drive.
0: No, absolutely <laughs> not. We are not going to do that whatsoever. But you
1: can listen to personal development. You could, you know, yeah. listen to a book, you can do anything, but it's also a great time to network with people if you're willing to get on the phone with them.
0: Absolutely. That's such a oh man. Those statistics were awesome. I'm going to have to go back and, oh. and pull that and write it down. That's so good. Well, thank you yeah. so much. Are there any kind of last thoughts that you have for, you know, I know we talked about like prioritizing, like what in your life matters most Yeah. Kind of prioritizing those things. And then from there, prioritizing, like, what do you have, what do you, what your need to be done? Like those things you have to do, having that power hour, knocking those things out from the start and then having, and then the three top priorities each day. Um, you've not been the only one that said three. So I'm thinking that's like the magical number. I don't know it's why, but it there. seems three like it, that's, that's the three. number
1: that works.
0: Yeah. So five is too many and like two feels like too few, but like yeah. with three things outside of your power hour activities, um, you know, getting those things done and you know, I think the way to prioritize those things would be like, if there is something that is date specific, like you have a hard deadline, yeah. then that needs to be done first. Things yeah. that, like things that I do for my own business that maybe don't have a hard deadline um, can be like on those bottom things that, okay, if, if my hard deadline things take a little bit longer then that thing that doesn't have a date specific deadline can just be kicked to the next day. And, yeah. you know, it doesn't, that way you're not stressed over it. That way you're not feeling super. Pressured to, you know, okay, well, it's you know whatever time you're not to not supposed to be working on your business anymore. It's supposed to go back to family time, but then you kind of have to because you have those hard deadlines. So yeah. I think that you know just as a way to prioritize, like what things do you pick for each day? Anything with a hard deadline, um, I like to give myself wiggle room on hard deadlines when possible, which is what I love about Pinterest, because I will give myself like I need to work on this client's account like this day, but I know that I actually have content scheduled out for two more days because inevitably, yes. inevitably, especially when you have small children, something will happen. Yep. And so, you know, if somebody, and, and I created that thing for myself where I, you would give myself a like buffer days because mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to say, you're not feeling well, I'm just going to sit on the couch with you. Yep. Not juggling my laptop in my lap. Like I'm not going to have to worry about it because I know that I have those buffer days built in. So, yeah. you know, that is when you are scheduling things out. That can be a way to give yourself even more. Um, it, it's like that's where you get that flexibility to be able to put the first thing first. Yeah. Not have to, not really have to worry about juggling things as much if something comes up. And then, you know, working ahead as much as possible um, helps with that flexibility as well for me like we were talking about the reels I batch reels mm-hmm. and then that way I know that I have you know all that taken care of because sometimes I'm just not feeling it <laughs> sometimes it's yeah. a struggle to like to create things like that like today would not yeah. be today so you know just knowing in- that there are things that you can do and yeah. keep things in advance to give you a little more flexibility because when you're in that really like baby and toddler stage of life, it's, it's different. Yeah. It's different than like where I am now with like a six and eight year old and yeah, we're homeschooling, but you know, we've been sitting here and they're like, they're totally fine. It's a different yeah, right. season <laughs> than when I first started. So yes. anything yeah. you can do to stay a couple of days ahead when you have little, little kids, the ones, yeah, You know, it, that's definitely something to keep in mind.
1: Yeah. I always, yeah. And that's a really good point. Like I always give myself unless it's like, sometimes it's some of my work is dependent on, <laughs> on my clients. Like yes. I have a blog post that is due tomorrow and usually doesn't get done until the day before, which is fine because I know it takes me all of like 15, 20 minutes to do it. Yeah. So I'm like, that's no big deal. I can always fit that in. That's my priority. For my like, top priority is the first thing that I need to get done. I'm almost done with it. But then it, it comes down to like, okay, I kind of look at what am I going to work on these days? So like for Mondays, Mondays for me are like, I'm working on things in my business. So I'm like creating emails for, you know, to send out to my list. I am, um, you know, checking in with my, my clients and customers. I'm checking, I check Facebook ads each week for people, you know, I'm looking at more of those like in business things. And then I can kind of spread it out where I know there's some things that aren't due until you know next week but i don't want to wait until next wednesday to get it because who knows what's going to come up exactly. so i'm like okay tomorrow i need to make sure that i am editing this video that i'm getting those emails scheduled that i'm doing all these things so if
0: i don't get it done i have those buffer days yes. that i can be yes. like okay it comes up and you don't get yep. to the emails then you know okay that is you know on the priority right. list for tomorrow so yes never waiting until the deadline is it's also yep. very very important because just because yes. you can doesn't mean that you should. Yeah, because
1: we don't, and I've learned my lesson with this the hard way. We don't do our best work when we are rushed. I literally have this little sloth on on my desk, this little McDonald's happy meal toy that I stole from my children as like, that's my reminder. Like, okay, you got to slow down. you got to slow down. So it's always my reminder. Like when I work fast, I make mistakes. And then I have people who are not happy with me. And I don't yeah. want, that's a horrible feeling. So I'm like, okay, if I can give myself that room, if I can move a little bit slower, give myself some more time, I know that I will do better work and people will be happier. Yeah. I mean, that's
0: the goal. Absolutely. Yeah. That is, oh my gosh, I've gotten so much from this. I know yeah. that everyone that's you know, going to be listening and watching this is going to just get like so much practical application as to how to achieve the goal of being able to work from home. Yeah in, you know, just really using their time well, because that's what it comes down to, is you have yeah. to be intentional with your time, you have to use your time well, and then those amazing statistics about how much time we actually have is like <laughs> eye-opening. I know, like blew yeah. my mind. <laughs> yes, oh my gosh, that's going to be an Instagram post, I'm going to tag you on it, it's going to be coming. Yeah. So that is amazing, thank you so much for sharing all of this with us, and I'll make sure that I get your website and everything down below in the description, so that if there, I know there are going to be people out there that are like, okay, I want you to help me do all the things with the productivity (laughs) they can get in touch with you. Yeah, that sounds great. All right. Thank you so much. I loved having you on. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Profitable Pinterest Virtual Assistant Podcast. Be sure to follow the show and leave a rating and review as I love to hear from you. You can find all the details about everything mentioned in today's episode at jennaleot.com slash podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in.